0: Welcome to the show. Today we're going to talk about something that excites me. We are going to talk about logic. And okay, maybe that does make me a little bit of a a geek or a nerd if I I think it's uh, exciting to talk about logic. But I find that in our world, there is so little logic or or good thinking going on uh, that I just relish any little bit of it we can get. So... Uh, I I wanted to kind of uh go over some basics of what logic is and and give some examples and and speak about intellectual uh consistency and honesty and and we're just going to hit 10 20 30 different topics today and uh, hopefully uh, walk away with a much better understanding of logic and reason and, and how people try to pull things over on us and and proper usage of terms and words and, and not being manipulative or, or catching when people are trying to manipulate us. Uh, so let's get ready to dive in and have a great time with that today on Let's Think. Beginning with the rough kind of definition: What is logic? Uh, it is a branch of philosophy, and there are different uh, schools of thought uh, on it. And, and you know, different people have different opinions about what it is. Even even the academics. Uh, but typically, uh, what we're going to be interested in is, is classical elementary logic, or, or sometimes it's called first-order logic. And this is basically just trying to figure out uh, what is good reasoning and what is bad reasoning? And I also kind of think of logic as a uh, a set of rules for how to argue or how to debate, uh, how to think about things. Um, And and, and one of the things that I find to be very important is this concept of honesty and, and breaking words down using simple words and not letting people get away with using fancy words. Or words that don't really mean uh, the same thing. And, and I think the best way to say that is a, is, is by giving an example. Uh, back in the day I was a, a police officer, and every so often we would be sent to dispatch a deer. And so the, uh, the issue was somebody would hit a, a deer with their car, and the deer would be injured, and it would be beside the road, uh, writhing in pain. It's not going to make it through the winter. And so we would go up and we would shoot the deer and kill it. And We wouldn't say on the radio, though, all right, I'm clear from the scene, I just killed a deer. Uh, We would say, I'm clear from the scene, a deer was dispatched. Well, dispatch does not mean uh, killing. It's a different thing. We're softening something that is distasteful. So that's why we use the word dispatch instead of kill. I think it's important to call people on dishonest use of words like that. Here's another one, giving back. Uh, and the idea is that we give back to society because society gave to us. Well, un- unless you believe in that kind of collectivist kind of thing, that's, that's not really a, a true accurate word of uh, or use of the words giving back. Um, you can only give back something that was first given to you. That's like the, the, the term gun buyback program. Well, it's the government buying the gun. From the person, and it's forced So it's not even a a purchase it's not even buying it is uh, it's a use of force kind of thing uh, but the, to use a, the word buyback is completely dishonest uh, unless the government sold you a gun then they would be able to buy it back from you uh, but if they did not sell it to you then they could come to you and and say hey I'd like to buy that gun would you be interested in selling it and you say yeah I'd like to well then they're buying it but they're not buying it back. Um, social distancing—that's another word we've been, or, or a phrase we've been hearing recently—that is very dishonest. Uh, social has to do with you know people being with each other and getting along with each other, and and doing things that are social. And being distant from others is an antisocial thing. So in fact, we should be using the term antisocial distancing uh, if we're going to talk about people being more than a social distance apart. These are just a few examples of being honest when we use words. And if we're going to use a word and talk about something important, we we should probably pick the correct word. Um, Another thing that I'll bring up now is, is unintended consequences. And sometimes in logic and reason as we discuss something and we think we've come up with a good conclusion or solution or something, and we ignore the consequences that could come from that decision. And and an example to illustrate that would be somebody who doesn't want to sprain their wrist. This is very important to them. Well, a great way to not have your wrist get sprained is to be in a straitjacket, in a padded room uh, for the rest of your life. And if you do that, there's a very good chance that you will never end up with a sprained wrist. Well, the challenge is that there are some unintended consequences that go along with that, like not being able to live a full and productive and happy life. Yeah, you've avoided the sprained wrist, but the other consequences are way worse. So as we look at various logical fallacies and, and ways of reasoning, uh, I like to remind myself to always keep this unintended consequences concept uh, in the back of my mind. Uh, now, here's another thing, kind of looking at uh, reasoning and, and looking at it through the perspective of, of some uh, contemporary news items and such. Uh, we're hearing this term every so often, debt forgiveness, What is debt forgiveness? Well, forgiveness, we we know what the main meaning of that word is, but the only person that can forgive a debt is the person who gave you the loan. And so what this, this term is meant to do is soften the real thing that is being said, and the real thing that is being said is the government is going to pay a bank, the balance of your loan. And how does the government do that? Does the government go out and create value and, and sell things and, and and sell services and products and and therefore create value? Well, no. The only way that the government can get money would be to steal it from you, which is, is what we call taxation, or if they steal it from your children and great-grandchildren uh, through the Federal Reserve by borrowing money and having uh, a promise that future generations will pay that back. So when we hear the term debt forgiveness, we think, wow, how nice of somebody to do that. But in fact, that's not what's happening. A third party is coming in and using stolen money, either stolen right now or stolen in the future, to pay off a loan. So if we're going to think in these these terms or think of this issue, we should say, Uh, the government is going to pay off our loan so that we don't have to, and then we can pay the government later. I mean, that would be the nicest way of saying it while still being a little bit honest. But to use the term debt forgiveness or to allow somebody to use that, it just isn't honest. It's it's not logical. It's not reasonable. It's not good. Uh, It gets us in a bad habit of when we allow people to be dishonest and we don't call them on it. It's very important that we uh, we speak up when we hear this. That's my opinion. Another thing that uh, is kind of important to think about when we're thinking about uh, fallacies and logic and reason, and by the way, a fallacy is is a, uh, a common logical error, uh, and, and there are you know dozens of them. You can look them up online and and read about them and, and practice noticing them when you see them. But there, there's one that's called the precautionary principle fallacy. And this is the idea that even if you can't prove something, you're going to take some action just as a precautionary measure. So that would be saying, you know what, we can't really prove that doing a rain dance makes it rain. And there's no scientific justification for it. There's no real reason to do it. So the only way that we can do it and still kind of feel like we're being good people or smart people, is to use a fancy term, which is the precautionary principle. Well, you know, we just, well, you know, we've never proven that dancing doesn't cause rain, so we better dance just to, you know, if we can help make it rain, that would be great. And that's part of what the, uh, the sustainability movement does, is they say, well, yeah, we don't have any proof that man caused uh, activity is is or the activity that man is doing is causing uh, g- climate change global warming global cooling whatever whatever the kick is at the moment we don't have any proof of that but we're going to use the precautionary principle uh to say that we might be causing some damage so therefore we uh, should use force against the rest of we uh, to change our activities Uh, Because it's a precautionary thing Well, that just doesn't make sense If you hear somebody using precautionary principle uh, Really look into it And yeah, there are some things uh, You could say that wearing a seatbelt is a precautionary principle You could make that argument uh, But that is a logical thing That, that, okay, we we heard this term, precautionary principle We examined it, we said, yeah, okay Actually, in that that case, it makes sense Uh, In another case, it might not I hope that these ideas are uh, making sense, even though I'm just kind of tossing them out there here and there. Uh, my expectation isn't that you're taking notes right now. You know these. You've heard these. You're you you've probably caught people trying to use them on you, and uh, we're just kind of absorbing them right now, and uh, hopefully developing our defenses. So that when people try to pull the wool over our eyes, we are able to bust them and uh, not let them get away with it. It seems to me that just being a a savvy consumer of information is, is a wise thing. Not everybody is completely straightforward and honest and careful about what information they provide. And uh, I heard a good example the other day, actually, uh, right here on KHNC 1360. I was listening to Brain Cleavage with Kara, and she was mentioning that on her show, her journalistic uh, integrity uh, requires that she only provide information in a context that is uh, uh, honest and forthright and only information that is true and believable. She just wants to make sure that things are right before they go out on her show not everybody is honest like that. Not everybody is good. Let's be careful of those that are not.